Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. The economic number of this Friday is 4.1%. The number of the week is 10 billion. That's in dollars. We will explain them both and we'll have the latest in our series, American Futures. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is a nonprofit listener supported service. To keep our coverage strong and relevant, please make a tax deductible gift to Marketplace today. Your gift in any amount helps us keep you up to date and well informed wherever you are. Donate at marketplace.org by December 31st. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Friday today. This is the podcast for the 20th of December. Good as always to have you with us. As official Washington shuts down for the rest of the year, two items of note with which to begin the program today. First of all, the Commerce Department told us this morning the economy, that is gross domestic product, grew at an annual rate of 4.1% July through September. That is a lot considering where we've been, the best in a couple of years, in fact. And it gets us to the second point. President Obama, on his way out of town, used the GDP and the economy as a jumping off point for his end of year press conference today. Lead with your strength, right? But Marketplace's Mark Garrison reports GDP isn't the whole economic picture, you know. Politicians, including President Obama, are treating today's GDP numbers like some kind of happy ending in a movie like Miracle on 34th Street. But the reality is more like something outside Hollywood's Christmas canon, Die Hard. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho. That's Alan Rickman doing a ridiculous accent as leader of a terrorist group that invades a skyscraper while drunken execs celebrate the holidays. They were oblivious to the armed villains outside. American Enterprise Institute labor economist Michael Strain says folks doing a victory lap about today's numbers are also ignoring some scary stuff. The economy, as it's experienced by people, has not improved nearly as much as some of these GDP statistics suggest. Cornell labor economist Linda Barrington says there are real villains lurking. We still have a significant portion that is long-term unemployed. So the biggest challenge we're going to be facing is how do we bring those who really were pushed out of the market for a long time back in as we recover. Berkeley economist Enrico Moretti points out another evildoer menacing the party. There's a large number of people who have been discouraged and are not even actively searching for jobs. The unemployment rate is dropping, but in part because people are giving up. They aren't factored in. With job market problems like these terrorizing the economy, it'll take more than one sunny GDP report to save the day. I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. This being a Friday, there is lots to talk about. Sadiq Reddy from the Wall Street Journal and Neela Richardson from Bloomberg Government are in our Washington bureau together, I might add, for a weekly wrap of Wall Street and beyond. Hey, guys. Hey, Kai. Hi, Kai. So, uh, Sadiq, let me start with you. You know, Mark obviously pointed out some flaws in in GDP as the economic number, but uh, by and large, this is a good print, right? I mean, you got to be happy with this. You have to be happy with this, considering what we've gone through all these years. We finally got the growth 
that we've been waiting for for several years. So yay for us uh, that that is fi- that's finally come through. It's four and a half years into the recovery that we're finally getting this. But I, you also have to look back and realize we did get this kind of growth at different points in the recovery. In 2010 and 2011, we started mm-hmm. to get kind of excited that we were going to come out of the chaos of the recession. And obviously, it didn't take off like a rocket after that. You are not, and I'm, actually, I'll ask Neil and, and for her uh, impression of this. He's not really saying we're going to have another spring where we take another step backwards, is he, do you think, Neil? I think that is what he's hinting at, that this GDP number may not be sustainable. It's built on a a buildup on consumer spending and services and recreation and healthcare. And while recreation makes sense over the summer months, I'm not sure where the healthcare numbers are coming from. I'm not sure if the inventory numbers that uh, firms are using to stockpile goods is a good sign or a bad sign. I'm I'm still kind of mixed about that. It's it's Mm. a good sign if they're stocking up for future demand. It's a bad sign if it's because they weren't able to Sell, sell the stuff they yeah, had. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's turn to the other number uh, of the week this week, $10 billion, which is, of course, the amount of the taper, the Federal Reserve backing off its big stimulus program. Chairman Bernanke announced it in his final press conference. First of all, were you surprised that it happened uh, at this meeting? I certainly uh, wasn't surprised that they did it at this meeting. We've been hmm. talking for eight months about the